Live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire. It's Speed Breaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Kenny Sargent, Beijing Dr. Douchebag, Crash Gladys, and Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the freaks. All right, two hours for Speed Freaks tonight, as it's been for 20 years from the Lucas Oil Studios. Statman, Crash Gladys. Kenny Sargent, you know the website, right? Speedfreaks.tv. We're there for you on social media. Every, We're not on TikTok yet. I know Statman's a little disappointed. He's, uh, he was one of the first to jump on TikTok. But uh, <laughs> Statman, uh, no Speedfreaks TikTok account just yet, buddy, okay? <laughs> I've seen TikTok. What is TikTok? Is that uh, two-second videos you have to put up? Is that what TikTok is? Okay, there's good and bad to TikTok. The bad is, well, kids can be exposed to some things you probably don't want them to be exposed to. The good is. If no, they, wait, wait, wait. They can be exposed to that out of the White House. So that doesn't matter. Mm. Ooh, Hello. <laughs> so mm-hmm. true. But the good news is it's actually creating some producers out there. It's the the editing that, that it requires to make a pretty decent TikTok video. Kids are just crushing it with their editing skills. And I, to me, I kind of like that. I like seeing that. So TikTok, uh, Statman, you just got educated for about 30 seconds there. How you doing, Freak Nation? Coming up in about 10 minutes. His name is Joseph Newgarden, your IndyCar Series winner from Iowa last weekend as Penske swept the weekend in Iowa for a couple of races. Also coming up, Brett Holmes, who got himself an ARCA Series win running on those general tires. We'll also check in with Chris Ferguson. You may not know who he is, but you may be familiar with the Lucas Oil Diamond Nationals, Lucas Oil Speedway in a town of about 300 people, we'll bring in, uh, when when COVID subsides, we'll bring in about anywhere from seven to 10,000 people in this one speedway that, again, is like the Taj Mahal <laughs> of dirt tracks. And, and again, a ta- Wheatland, town. Wheatland, Missouri. Yeah, up 300 people. Maybe by the time we finish the show, there'll be 295. I just don't, regardless, a big, big race win for him last weekend the diamond nationals he'll be joining us in the second hour and also comedian bobby lee here in the freak nation uh, freaking flashback uh Statman scat coming up as well uh formula one continuing to make news and Statman major disappointment for the americas whether it's south america central america or or, or shall i say north america with no formula one races in 2020 stat No, it doesn't seem that way. But the real thing that's happening is in Brazil, where uh, some people are, you know, count the money, count, follow the money. That, of course, will be a part of Statman's scat (laughs) coming up in the Freak Nation. Uh, IndyCar earlier this week made the announcement that 25% capacity, when originally was slated as 50% capacity, for the late August race. Now it's 25%. Crasher, any more news on that outside of the yellow shirts? Will be <laughs> will be patrolling the, the stands and the pits to make sure people are wearing masks? No, nothing yet. I haven't really paid much attention to the COVID case counts in Indianapolis and in the state of Indiana over the weekend. They were climbing last week, and Mark Miles did give himself an out 
last week by saying, unless COVID numbers hinder us, we are planning to go forward with the Indy 500 on August 23rd. Did we see in that presentation, stat crash, did we see in that presentation that press that they plan to have people spaced? Oh, yeah. Six feet apart. That's part tickets of it. Tickets have not, for anybody who has decided to go ahead with their tickets, they, no ticket has been printed yet. So they are expecting to get, to get tickets out to people by the beginning of August. Well, you got a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got a week to make those huge tickets. And yeah, it, it's supposed to be only groups of no more than 10. Those groups all spread out at least six to 20 feet. Was partying outside of Indianapolis Motor Speedway addressed? Oh, no. Oh, no. And you know, you've been there on Georgetown mm-hmm. Road the night before. Yes. Uh, yeah. I don't know how they're going to police that. That is a COVID love fest waiting to happen. <laughs> it is just that's so dangerous. It's crazy. How do you police that stat, man? How do you police that when you're going to have you know thousands of people outside of Indianapolis Motor Speedway congregating? As and they cr- will go even if they don't have tickets. They yeah. will go just to party there. Yeah. How do you police that stat? Well, you got to hope, first of all, that there's no federal property around so that the brown shirts don't show up. And you, you that's the first concern. The next concern is whether or not the area is policed or controlled by, not policed, but controlled by a member of the opposition party. If it is, then we could be sure that there's going to be brown shirts there no matter what. Here's your insight from Statman. You can email him, statmc at speedfreaks.tv. Yep, there it is. Coming up, your Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes, and Joseph Newgarden, IndyCar Series winner from Iowa. Speed Freaks Pits, Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. The Freaks. We welcome in... A slew of affiliates, part of Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Coming up in about five minutes, Joseph Newgarden, IndyCar Series winner from Iowa. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. But first, Crash Gladys, Pit News and Notes brought to you by good friends at General Tire. Got yourself a fat F-250? What about a big old Jeep? Roll on General Tires. Go to GeneralTire.com. It's GeneralTire.com. Crasher? NASCAR raced early this weekend. Well... At least the Cup Series did Thursday night. Yep, missed that one. <laughs> Denny Hamlin didn't miss anything, though, as he passed Kevin Harvick with 12 laps to go, and he held off not only Harvick, but also Brad Keselowski to take the series' best fifth win on this crazy 2020 year. Up next was race one of the Truck Series doubleheader, and it featured first-time winner Austin Hill. Then the Arca Series ran late into the night, and another first-time winner, Brett Holmes, proved that, yes, privateer teams do have more than a chance at this racing thing. Brett will join us in just about 30 minutes. Race number two of the Truck Series was Saturday afternoon, and Matt Crafton held off Christian Eckes to punch his way into the playoffs. Then, finally, it was the Xfinity Series, and certainly the most exciting finish of the weekend, as Brandon Jones passed Austin Sindrick on the last lap of overtime to not only take the win, but also prevent Sindrick from tying the series' record of four consecutive wins. MotoGP was on track again this weekend, and here, let's just get to some more history. Fabio Cortararo, get this. Last week, he became the eighth youngest rider to win a, a Premier Class race. He became Yamaha's first satellite rider to win a MotoGP race, the first Yamaha rider to convert pole to victory since freaking Lorenzo in 2016. 
and the first French winner in the Premier Class in 20 years. Keep your eyes and ears pinned on this guy, Fabio Cortoraro. He now has, well, both wins on the season. Sports cars visited the Yard of Bricks this weekend as the Ferrari Challenge invaded Indianapolis. Winners included Cooper McNeil, David Muzio, Kevin Milstein, and Justin Weatherall. And in other news, Formula One has officially canceled all races in the Americas, which includes not only the U.S., but Canada, Mexico, and Brazil due to COVID-19 concerns and, well, three of the four countries unable to contain their case counts. IndyCar should make it official this week that both West Coast races in Portland, Oregon and Monterey, California will be canceled due to COVID-19 issues as well. And those three races will be made up most likely at Mid-Ohio, St. Louis and Indy's rescheduled early October run. Thoughts and prayers still with Alex Zanardi as he has unfortunately been taken back into ICU. Joseph Newgarden next. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Freak Nation, for over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your everywhere. From the aggressive Mud Terrain Grabber X3 to the all-terrain performance of the Grabber ATX, even to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APX, General Tire balances excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. Car not performing right, a dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time. But Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system, the fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. Hey, it's Crasher from the Freaks, and what if I told you the best burger you can buy to cook on your grill or stovetop? It was available in your favorite grocery store. Well, it is, and it's Bubba Burger. Just how awesome does a sweet onion Bubba Burger sound about now? Oh, my favorite, jalapeno burgers, Angus burgers, all-natural Bubba Burgers. Watching your caloric intake? Then grab the reduced fat and the turkey Bubba Burgers, all in your local grocery store. When you need a delicious burger for your weekend cookout, the answer is Bubba Burger. You'll never bite a better burger than a Bubba. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality. 100% cotton available and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome. Freak Nation, it's called No Kid Hungry, and that's what our friends at Lucas Oil would like to see happen during these times. No kid goes hungry. Many kids who got meals from their schools no longer have access due to school closures. So Lucas Oil is donating a meal every time the No Kid Hungry post on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram is shared, along with the hashtag Lucas Oil Family. So go to the Lucas Oil social media pages, click share or retweet, and include the hashtag Lucas Oil Family, and Lucas Oil will donate a meal to No Kid Hungry. Got it? Let's do this. Mav TV, your destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. Mav TV televises off-road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and world rally championships, to name a few. Mav TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows, such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. Mav TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MavTV.com for more racing information and to demand your MavTV. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. 
IndyCar Series winner from Iowa last weekend, Joseph Newgarden, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And Joseph, curious, when you saw that you were going to run a doubleheader in Iowa, what was your opinion when you saw that? And now, after running a doubleheader, granted, I'm sure a win helps a little bit, after running a doubleheader, you know, two times the same track in two days, where does Joseph Newgarden stand in, in that opinion? Well, you know, I was all for it. Um, I, I definitely wasn't upset about the decision. You know, we, we have experience with doubleheaders um, having, you know, run Detroit pretty much every year as a doubleheader. So it wasn't a complete unknown to us. Um, certainly at a place like Iowa, it would be different, you know, more physical, I would say, um, than, than probably any other track. Uh, but, you know, we were also told that we're going to have a couple more. We knew Road America was going to be one uh, the week before. And then Laguna Seca is supposed to be one as well. But, yeah, probably selfishly, you know, I, I like Iowa a lot. Normally have, uh, you know, good runs there. So I, I was happy about that. But I, I felt kind of the same way about Road America, to be honest with you. I saw that one and I thought, you know, we could have very good cars there too. So, you know, if you feel confident that you can have good race cars on a doubleheader weekend, it's, it's a chance to possibly double up on a on a good weekend. Which, of course, Team Penske did do that. You guys ending the Chip Ganassi domination of this IndyCar restart. But hold on a second. I've got to go back to what you just said. You said something about Iowa doubleheaders being more physical than Detroit. Detroit is the place where you guys are left, right, left, right, blistering up your hands and with no power steering. It's just that's tough on you guys. Please explain how Iowa can be more physical than that. Well, they're close. I mean, you know, if you're going to rank them, I would say Detroit is probably not too far behind Iowa. But, you know, Iowa, uh, it, it's it's a relentless uh, energy that you're, you're pushing out through there. Um, the big thing, you know, seven eighths of a mile, uh, it's constantly turning, you know, the curvature of the track, the shaping of the track is different than most short ovals. You know, the, the, the front straightaway, you're never unloaded. Um, so what I mean by that is, you know, when, when you're pulling three, four G's at Iowa, you're, you're pretty much constantly pulling them. There may just be a two and a half, three second rest on the back straightaway. So, you know, 80%, 85% of the lap, you're constantly sustaining load. Um, and with that, you know, the steering weight, super, super heavy too. I mean, there's no power steering on our cars. So, you know, you're, you're regular, you're regularly susceptible to 25 foot pounds of torque just coming through the wheel. So, hmm. you know, just imagine trying to hold the 25 pound plate and turning it for, for an hour and a half straight. It's, it's just very, very physical. You're not going to find that at any other racetrack. So I was definitely the toughest. It was hot. Um, so you're dealing with the, you know, the new heat, um, that we're getting within the, within the cockpits now with the aero screen. So. Yeah, it was probably the toughest challenge that that we'll see all year. Oh, that is interesting. Joseph Newgarden, IndyCar winner, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And yeah, <laughs> add to it the whole new windscreen. What are your likes and dislikes so far with what you've experienced, not only testing in the offseason, but now having a full slate of races under your belt with that windscreen? You know, not a lot of negatives. I think IndyCar has done an amazing job. Honestly, you know, I, I, I'd like to give them praise because I think they got pretty much everything right. Um, you know, as far as having to get used to it, pretty much after 30 minutes of initially testing it, it, it disappears from your sight line. You don't even notice that it's on the car. So, you know, other than the handling characteristic differences, um, obviously the CG is a little bit higher, the overall weights up, weight distribution goes forward. So all these mechanical changes to the car, you're, you're noticing that we've had to make different setups, you know, understand how it affects the tires year over year. Um, but as far as the, the actual visual perception and, you know, driving the car, it's, it's completely the same. So I've, I've not had any issues with it. Um, definitely feel, you know, good that it's on the car. I think you feel a lot safer. Uh, you know, you're not, you're not immune in an Indy car without a doubt, but you definitely feel safer in a lot of situations. So 
those are all positive, um, positive marks. Uh, I think, you know, the one, the one thing that we've constantly had to work on, especially in this difficult time right now where it's hard to get anything done during the pandemic mm-hmm. has been the airflow. Um, and it's not been atrocious by any means. It's just one of those things where, you know, when you have a new innovation like this, you're always going to have things that you constantly have to tweak and, and develop a little bit further. And I think the airflow through the car um, and then out of the car has, has been the main uh, topic of discussion and development for us. But we're getting there. You know, it's getting a lot better. It really depends on the event. You know, some events are easier than others when it comes to air temperature outside and how grueling the track is to drive. And, and some places are harder. So um, it's, not, it's not perfect from that standpoint, but it's not very far away. So, you know, overall, I've, I've had really good experiences with it. Joseph Newgarden, you talked about the cockpit of the IndyCar being closed off with the new windscreen and how you're constantly at work in the heated Iowa. You got no time to relax. You got maybe a second, if that, to relax on a lap. All of that being said, you're not an athlete, are you? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's, it's definitely the perception. is it's, it's hard to give people that perspective of what it's like to drive an Indy car. You know, there's just, it's just difficult. There's not a lot of simulations that you can run people through to give them that personal experience. You know, if you want to you know, try and throw a football like Tom Brady, I mean, most people can go do that. You can go buy a football and, you know, you know, playing a rec league or whatever. And you can, you can get an idea of how good you are at playing football, but, but driving an Indy car is very hard to get that perspective. Most people think they already have it because they drive a car on the road every day. Right. You know, that's the closest thing they can think of. And they think it's the exact same deal. Um, but it couldn't be further from the truth. You know, it's, it's, it's very physical to drive these cars. I mean, the people are definitely struggling more this year, I would say than last year, physically um, and mentally to hang on to the race car throughout an entire race distance. Um, and it just, you know, that's the challenge of it. You know, as a, as a driver, you, you have to be, you know, you have to be fit and ready to go for an entire race, let alone two at a place like Iowa. So the, the physical toll is up there. You know, the, the athlete argument could probably go on forever. You know, you could say the same thing about probably other sports like golf. Um, but, you know, I think they all come down to it's a skill set. Um, you know, and there's a physical side to that skill set and it's probably just different than other sports in, in many different ways. But, I think that component of, of having to be athletic is, is definitely there. Joseph Newgarden is the IndyCar winner from Iowa. Joseph, it's been a different year, a very strange year. We fought the pandemic. It's changed the way we have races. It's changed the way race teams operate. How far behind are you, your team, your series? Are you ready? Are you in the same condition, the same practice the same readiness to race a car as you were say last year um well, I, I think as a series you know probably in the same boat as you know most everybody right you know we've, we've all been trying to whether you're uh whether you're a business or a restaurant or um or a sports league you know we're all trying to navigate these new waters right um so i think we're kind of all in the same boat as far as where we're at um, but I think we're getting there. You know, I feel like the IndyCar series has done, I, I think they've done an amazing job to try and, you know, create solutions, create a safe environment for us to get back racing. And, you know, that's led by, uh, the charges led by Roger Penske, which gives everyone a, a lot of good confidence that we're making the right decisions. But I think we have been, I think, you know, we've, we've had some really good situations put in front of us. So we're going to try and do that as we, you know, continue with the current new normal in, in the world. Um, but as a team, you know, everyone's probably a, for sure a bit behind. I mean, how could you not be, mm-hmm. you know, we're all working under new conditions right now and new protocols. So, you know, everything is not as polished or, you know, to the place that we've probably had it a year before. 
um, when you didn't have those restrictions in place. But, you know, we're all trying to work with it as best as possible. I think a priority for us has been, you know, to focus on the development of the cars and to make sure we're doing the same things we do every year to try and have a competitive edge, especially at a place like Indianapolis. You know, we're, we're trying to keep that a priority that we have to keep the development up and, and have to keep thinking forward so that we're ahead of the competition when we get there for that race inevitably uh, next month. Um, so I feel confident in that. I think we've had fast race cars. You know, we've been on, we've been on pole as a team over, you know, 75% of the races. So the speed's there, um, execution for the most part has been there. You know, maybe we've been lacking a little bit, but we've also, in my opinion, been snake bit just, uh, by a couple bad luck things that have, that have come our way. So, you know, overall, I think our score is pretty high, you know, for the first mm-hmm. part of the season, we just got to be a little bit better in the second part. Victory Lane has got to be strange. You have a mask on. You can't be throwing around champagne and beer and so forth. You're not hugging a bunch of people. It's like, uh, okay, I'm uh, here. I just want to race. The, the, the whole thing is odd, you know, I mean, but it's I like to keep saying it's like what's not odd nowadays, right? You know, it's just <laughs> odd to, to go out in the world and do anything right now. Um, and it's no different at the track. You know, it's just it's different. You've got all these procedures you got to follow. Um, you have to kind of double think before you do anything, you know, is this, am I doing this the right way? Uh, you know, um, am I staying safe? Like there's just, there's a lot of second thoughts you have that you wouldn't, you wouldn't normally, you know, come into your mind. You wouldn't think twice about, can I go into this building or can I come up to this person or talk to them? Um, so that's all been very odd and different, but you know, the one thing that's, that's been nice is just get back to work. I mean, we, at the end of the day, we're still there doing our jobs. We're still able to go racing. You know, everyone's there to compete and try and win the race. And so for that standpoint, it's been really, really nice because at the end of the day, that's what we want to do. It's our passion. It's what we love. Um, so it's been really nice to be back at the track. It, it, it's just, it's weird if you win the race and there's not a lot of people there. There's no one in victory lane. You know, that's it's kind of eerie. It's just, uh, it's a different feeling right now. Joseph Newgarden joining us here in the Freak Nation. Like you talk about, things are eerie. It's a new normal. It's just strange all around, but that's all outside how are you and Ashley coping with this? When we had James Hinchcliffe on with us at the beginning of this pandemic, we were laughing with him about how they fight over the thermostat now and just certain things in the kitchen and that they didn't realize these idiosyncrasies that each other has. How is married life right now? Are you finding some things out about Ashley that you're like, oh, honey, no, 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 that's not going to fly? Well, I guess the good news is it's not really been different from from our side, which is great. You know, I think we we already spend a tremendous amount of time together. We've been together a long time, so... Yeah, no issues, uh, thankfully, but we have joked, you know, that I'm sure many people have. I think this, this pandemic is, is definitely could, it could, you know, bring out a lot of divorces or maybe a lot of babies, depending <laughs> on, uh, you know, everyone's situation. So everyone's been cooped up, uh, more than we probably want. You know, I don't think we're driving each other crazy. I think we're just, we're, uh, we're just crazy to get out, you know, like everybody has been over the last months. But, uh, it's been good. You know, I, I think the, the, the best part has just been going back to the track. You know, like I was saying before, for me, just being able to go back and go to work has been tremendous. You know, that's what that's what I've missed the most. Joseph Newgarden, your winner from Iowa IndyCar Series winner, joining us here in the Freak Nation. Buddy, as always, thank you for taking time out and joining us here in the Freak Nation, man. Good luck to you. Thank you, guys. Yeah, appreciate it. See ya. Good evening, my fellow citizens. This is Stan, man. I'm scared.
Formula One this week said it wasn't bringing races to the Americas this season. That means events in Canada, the United States, Mexico, and Brazil were done for the pandemic year. In fact, the F1 paddock expressed some concern about coming to America and going to Brazil, two countries that don't have a handle on the COVID-19 crisis. Letters went out this week triggering a rebuttal from the promoter in Brazil. He said the contract has a force majeure provision, but the pandemic doesn't meet that standard. In fact, this might be an ongoing problem, and the issue might be Formula One's new owners, Liberty Media. It wants to race in Rio, but the current contract puts the race in Sao Paulo. But that contract runs out this year, and a new deal isn't on the table. Making matters worse, Brazil hasn't paid any fees since 2017, a going-away present from Bernie Ecclestone. If the pandemic isn't something that's out of everyone's control, I don't know what is. But the bigger issue might be the money. Always follow the money. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Panic on the brain, world is gone insane. Things are starting to get heavy. Mm-hmm. I can't help but think I haven't felt this way. This song's pretty apropos of what the hell's going on right about now, huh? This segment brought to you by our good friends at Lucas Oil. Everything under the damn sun to keep your car on the road. And not just to keep it on the road. Looking fat and happy. Lucas Oil tire and trim shine. Lucas Oil fuel treatment and everything in between. Go to lucasoil.com. That's lucasoil.com. Statman, getting back to your scat. And Liberty Media, who owns Formula One at this point. Uh, do you think this is a power move of sorts, or do you think it is all concerned with COVID-19 and the cases in Brazil and Mexico and then, of course, America or United States and Canada? Oh, I think without question, it's a power move first. They don't want they would go to Canada if it didn't mean coming all the way across the ocean just for two days and going back. The idea of going to Canada would be to have, you know, something in the United States or Mexico and Brazil or something. But I think uh, it's also a way to get control, to have their say in the series. They don't want to race in Sao Paulo, a relatively uh, um, poor section of Brazil. They'd rather be in Rio with the bright lights and and uh, so forth. They don't even have a track in Rio they could race on, but they'd like to build one. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a power play all around uh, besides the uh, COVID-19 issues that uh, if I was a Formula One team owner, I wouldn't want to go to Brazil or come to the United States now. Well, Canada is because of their travel restrictions. Canada has, we know some people in the filming industry and they have some serious restrictions. Anybody who comes across the border into Canada, you are assigned a federal agent. When you get to that airport, you're given all these screenings at the airport and you go into lockdown in your hotel room or into your Airbnb, whatever. For yeah, they don't even want the Toronto tracking you. The Toronto baseball team. They don't even want them right. back. You know, they won't even let them play. They they're looking for someplace yeah. else to play, maybe Pittsburgh or someplace else. Yeah, I think they're going to play in Buffalo, at least for most of their home games. But yeah, it's just, oof, it, what a nightmare. What a freaking nightmare. But yeah, the Brazil situation does sound like a power play for sure. Now, whatever happened to that track in Rio that Cart used to run, run on? I can't remember. Ugh, it's an oval. 
but it also, I thought it had kind of a nasty road course somewhere in and amongst it. I mean, it wouldn't be up to F1 standards, that's for sure. No, it wouldn't be up to F1 standards. And, uh, you know, they want to build a new place. I, I don't know if it's in downtown or a separate, uh, a, a standalone race facility, uh, but they do want, they don't want it in Sao Paulo. That's, that's what they're sure of because the surroundings there, it is, it, they don't like it as much as putting it in Rio where all the bright lights and the bright people are. Corcovado, Sugarloaf. Yep, Rio's got it all. Bam. The beaches. And, and who was that athlete from the Olympics that uh, loved that gas station oh. in Rio? Oh, come on. Swimmer. <laughs> Swimmer. Ryan, it wasn't Ryan Lochte, was it? Yes. yes. Okay. yes. Yep. That's who it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, our good friend. Mario Andretti stepping in a little bit uh, earlier this week in regards to Lewis Hamilton. That was disappointing. But then again, I kind of knew that that's where he was. Well, can you kind of let's share with the Freak Nation what we're talking about here, Statman? You want to give some insight to Mario making some headlines for some people's eyes and for the wrong reasons? Well, he said on the uh, a radio show that he was on, a uh, radio show or podcast, I think it was a radio show, that uh, Lewis is making too much of the issue, that Formula One doesn't need to do all that he's demanding, that you can't uh, force people to hire people they don't want, and the whole Black Lives Matter thing that Lewis is uh, supporting in Formula One is uh, just well, too on, much. Hold on, though. His exact, his exact quote was that Hamilton is creating a problem that doesn't exist. Yeah, exactly. And I yeah. thought... I just shook my head when I read that. I thought, uh-uh. Well, I, no. I, I thought about this for a long while. And uh, as a driver, that might be what a driver would say, uh, that, you know, motorsports in particular is about merit. If you can't win, then you don't need to be given a car. But uh, Lewis is also talking about all the stuff that happens uh, in the pit crews, at the pit wall, on the teams, and all the other things that have to do with Formula One, not just uh, behind the wheel. So, uh, but a driver who doesn't think that way uh, wouldn't think that way. He All he thinks about is getting behind the wheel and that racing is about people uh, behind the wheel. It seems I haven't seen any back and forth after that went down recently, well, last 24, 48 hours. Jackie Stewart stepped in it as well. Yeah. And, and Hamilton, he fired back at both Mario and Jackie Stewart. I don't think, is that what you're meaning? I mean, yeah. I don't think anything has happened since then. And that was a couple of days ago. Yeah. And I, I, I read it. I didn't listen to that interview. It's tough to... It's tough to take it out of context because you read what was said. And it's it goes without saying that Mario Andretti's been coming to the Freak Nation for damn near these 20 years. So we're we're fans of Mario. But at the same time, you think about what we say, how we say it sometimes, whether it's meant from a different perspective or not. I think Statman's on to something about from a driver's perspective versus someone, Statman, sitting in the stands. In, or just a people perspective. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, and, and what more is there to say? I mean, there's, you know, unless you're going to argue, there's nothing left to say. That's what, that's his position. That's Lewis's position. Lewis evidently respects Andretti enough to not argue with him. Uh, you know, Mario's from a different generation and he, that generation thinks differently than this current generation. But I think the major issue is uh, maybe that, uh, Mario is thinking more about driver and uh, Lewis is thinking about the big picture that we need to get more people of color throughout the sport uh, and not necessarily just on the grid. Do you really think it has to do at least Mario's perspective as a motorsports thing, though? Because I think Lewis Hamilton is trying not just to get more black people involved in Formula One and motorsports in general, but he's just trying to help the cause overall worldwide. Well, yeah, and, and not just black people, but people of color. Period. Uh, you know, the yeah, uh, right. uh, especially F one of all motorsports can be very uh, uh, Lily White. Uh, so he, you know, he's saying that we need to do something, and the sport needs to do something to address this issue, and not just the drivers. Uh, so uh, you know, he uh, and several other drivers I think Lando Norris has been uh, very supportive. Um, Carlos yes, Sainz, uh, you know, there's been several drivers who have stepped up with him and some who have been a little cool on the issue. They will support him, but, you know, they're a little cool on it right now. So, yeah, I don't, as far as there's nothing much else to say. Freak Nation coming up, Brett Holmes, not a highly funded popular team in the ARCA series, which is part of NASCAR. Now, NASCAR owns the ARCA Racing Series. Gets his first win in Kansas. Uh, it's it's just a great damn story. Has a crew chief that his crew chief made a whole hell of a, hell of a lot of noise for several years and running for junior motorsports. Red Holmes coming up. Speed Freak Fitz and the Lucas Hole Studios. Motorsports Radio, redefined. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. That's GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Disbane, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit LucasOilRacing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. 
the Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome. Hey, you want the easiest car care ever, right? There's a couple Lucas Oil products you got to get your hands on. One, Lucas Slick Mist Fast and Easy Speed Wax. Two, Tire and Trim Shine. And three, Interior Detailer. It's better than anything on the market, so this is what you do. You spray the speed wax on a wet or dry surface, you wipe it off, and you're done. You think you can handle that? Lucas Interior Detailer rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. Freak Nation, for over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your everywhere. From the aggressive Mud Terrain Grabber X3 to the all-terrain performance of the Grabber ATX, even to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APX, General Tire balances excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. Want to bring racing technology into your driveway? Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is advanced race engine technology for everyday cars and trucks. It reduces friction heat and coats your engine with a tougher, longer-lasting oil film for maximum protection. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil cools and cleans your engine and protects against sludge buildup from everyday stop-and-go driving. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is made in America and sold to the world. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. in the Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation. Been doing this for 20 years. Affiliates across the country, uh, websites, uh, your iHeartRadio app. You can take us anywhere, man. Thank you guys for being a part of it. Good to get this guy in the Freak Nation, running on those general tires. Of course, general tires, official tire of the Freak Nation. Brett Holmes with his first ARCA Series win. And all the stories you're reading about this win, dude, you've been chasing this win for a long damn time. What was it that finally put you over the edge to win this thing? Uh, man, it's just uh, just people, you know. Uh, there's a lot more quality in people than there are just material things. And uh, you know, we've we've started the team back in 2016, and you know, it's uh, it's it's been a long, tough road, really. And uh, you know, we we took a step back in 2018, and just weren't satisfied with how we were running, and took a break from racing and um, and going to the racetrack, and was really you know used that time to reassess our team and the changes we made and, you know, uh, just brought on some really good people, man. Uh, Shane Huffman, uh, Chris, AJ, Aaron, Ryan at the shop, they all, um, came on board with us in 2019 and, um, we, we kept building on our notes and that's, that's been the biggest difference. What specifically was it in 2018 that was, at least in your head, the the moment that clicked together, like this is what we need to do, or were you ever to a point of I think we're done with racing? No, I, I don't think I'll ever get to that point. Um, <laughs> Good. Don't curse like that on me, but I, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we in, in two thousand, like I said in two thousand eighteen, 
you know, we were just really, uh, we were really frustrated with, uh, how we were doing at the time. And, you know, it's, a lot of people know it's not, it's not a lot of fun when you're not winning races and you're struggling to improve. And, you know, that's when we thought it was the hardest decision we had to make is, um, we needed to take a step back from it and make some changes. And, uh, that was really kind of what made us do that. And, uh, you know, it's been the best decision we ever made. Clearly, it has worked. Brett Holmes joining us here, Kansas winner in the ARCA Series Friday night here in the Freak Nation on a Sunday night. It, yeah, this worked. So what was it when you started to get things back together and, like you said, get the right people together in 2019? Where where was the click? Where did, where was the first thing that went right and then the next one, the next one? What was the momentum that, that got you to where you are now? Well, I mean, you could just really see it coming together in, in 2019. We, uh, we started getting a lot better finishes. You could see a lot more speed out of our cars. We'd made a lot of changes to them too. Um, you know, and, uh, we, we knew, you know, what the light at the end of the tunnel was going to be if we just kept working and keeping our heads down. And, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's even since then, it felt like, uh, felt like an age to get to last, uh, how we did this past weekend. And, uh, you know, um, like I said, it's just, uh, results take a lot of work, you know, and we, we put that in a lot and, um, it really paid off and made it really special too. And it, it makes it so worth it when you get that win too, because like you said, all of that hard work going in, there it is, there's the payoff. So how do you now compartmentalize the way this season has been going? I mean, you are on a complete tear right now, so it's hard to not think about championship or what? Are you a, a superstitious guy? You don't want to even think about that. Just take it one weekend at a time. Well, yeah, it, uh, it definitely is really hard not to think about it. You know, that's, uh, even, you know, even back in the years we struggled, we, we were wanting to make a championship run, even with how, you know, how we were doing then. So, uh, knowing right now is the closest we've ever been to it. And it's hard not to have our eyes not set on that and, um, build towards that. But I think, you know, the best thing for us to do is just focus on, um, you know, having really solid, consistent results and winning races and, and, uh, not just being a, a one hit wonder and, and winning some more, you know, the first one's the hardest. And, um, it, it, it took a while to get to that, that first one, but I think the second one will come a whole lot sooner. So, um, you know, I, I definitely, uh, a championship would be huge for me, huge for our team. And I think it would be a really big statement and we're definitely capable of, capable of that. I know it. Um, but, uh, you know, like I said, we're just going to keep our same mindset that we've had all season you know, you take out a couple of results and we finished in the top five about every race. So um, just uh, really, really proud of how we've been running. ARCA Series winner Brett Holmes in the Freak Nation running on General Tires, the official tire of the Freak Nation. Brett, your family, Stacy Holmes, your dad, you bring some experience into running on short tracks. How do you bring in Shane Huffman, trucks, junior motorsports? How do you bring him into the ARCA Series and your team? Well, uh, well, that was the, you know, what I was kind of talking about in 2018. We were really looking for the guy to help run our team, lead our team, and uh, bring us fast cars. It's it's uh, really hard for me and my dad. We uh, we work here at home with a construction company, and even started a couple other companies to help afford what we love to do. And um, you know, and and finding somebody was the toughest thing for us to do and uh, it was the biggest eye-opener for us 
moving from late models to ARCA, how, how big of a difference it is. And, you know, um, Shane, we just felt like was the, was the best guy that suited me, suited my personality, uh, brought fast cars to the racetrack, has won across a lot of different series of racing. And, uh, just, he, he's, he's really the one that helped us put this together. Has COVID-19 and the pandemic affected your team that much? No, not really. Um, I, to be honest with you, um, we probably, uh, kind of maybe, I don't want to say outlaws, but you know, when they, uh, when North Carolina told us, we told that, you know, said that race shops needed to be shut down. We kept working. The guys just parked on the back of the shop. So you couldn't see them from the road. And, um, <laughs> you know, we felt like that was the, uh, that was a perfect opportunity to get us caught back up where we needed to be in the shop. We built a new short track car. Um, it really paid off. We've had some good finishes with it. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it, it's really paid, paid off for us. I think that that time we had, and, uh, you know, I, I'm, I, it, it sucks that it's been kind of like a second break for us, but, uh, you know, it, uh, it really helped us out. Brett Holmes, it must've been special for you to beat some of the bigger teams in the ARCA series in Kansas Friday night. You're not one of the big funded programs, but you won. That's more than just a win, isn't it? Oh, for sure, man. It's, uh, you know, we take a lot of pride in, in this and, and where we've, uh, grown, what we've grown this team to, um, to say we're, we're up there with the likes of Joe Gibbs Racing and, uh, Venturini and, um, Chad Bryant, DGR, a lot of those guys that have been doing this forever for years. And, uh, we've only been doing this for about three or four. And, uh, for us to be based out of, uh, me and my dad to be based out of Alabama and, uh, kind of separate from our shop has, has been really a tough, tough logistically too. But, uh, you know, I think, uh, it is really, really cool to say we're beating guys like that this year. Um, you know, uh, we have all the respect in the world to those guys because they're really good at what they do. But, uh, it, uh, it's just really cool to, to beat them knowing the resources that we have compared to what they have. And, um, that, that just makes it even more special. Now, hold on a second. That's not easy. So your race shop is in the Charlotte, North Carolina area, and you and your father are still in Alabama. That is not easy, when, especially when it comes to chemistry and good people like you're talking about that makes this team so successful. You guys being separated, that just adds another challenge for you. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, it's, uh, I think it's definitely hindered us a lot in a lot of ways, and um, uh, logistically-wise and, and communication-wise. Um, so we, we really rely on those guys and what they do to, to, uh, to push our race team forward and be successful. And that, that's why I said earlier that people are so key, you know, more than, uh, material things. And, uh, I'm just very, uh, very lucky to have those guys up there and, you know, um, me, me being in school also. And, uh, it's, it's tough to, you know, I, I try to make a trip up there every month or so once every month, but, uh, you know, we've, we've got a lot going on here too, to, uh, keep kind of advancing and keep being able to do this. So, um, you know, it's, it's kind of what we have to do, but, um, that really, you know, kind of hinders us in a few ways. I feel like Brett Holmes, your ARCA series winner Friday night from Kansas rolling on those general tires. If it meant that you were going to win the ARCA series championship, but you had to wear an Alabama roll tide t-shirt oh, no. in victory lane. Oh, would, no. would you do it? 
well, can I keep my suit zipped up or <laughs> have that under? Or well, I mean, I got to know a few more specifics here. No, you've got to wear that big old Alabama T-shirt over your fire suit, but you're holding up the championship trophy. <laughs> well, I'll be holding the trophy right in front of my my chest. You wouldn't see, you know, what I had on, but I, I would do it. But I wouldn't be. Uh, uh, I wouldn't be as happy as I would without one on. I'll say that. Well, just in case the Freak Nation doesn't recognize this, that Brett is a uh, student at Auburn University, which is the nemesis of uh, Alabama. That's why I wanted to bring it up for you, Brett. <laughs> not, not fair. But, but you know what? Again, yeah. trophies matter. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Thanks for doing this, Bud. Good luck to you on your next victory. You'll be back in the Freak Nation. Thanks to uh, our good friends at General Tire and the Arca Series. Yeah, definitely. Thank you all for having me on. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, you know, we. We need all the help we can get as far as exposure goes and um, not having any sponsors or anything like that. It's, uh, it's really tough, but um, thank you again. It means a lot. Okay, yeah, yeah. You guys listening right now, not having any sponsors. He's second in points. Mm-hmm. Hello, this is a prime opportunity for somebody <laughs> to hop on board. Thank you, buddy. Thank you all so much. I appreciate it. You know, this brings me to that question. Statman, no, no, I don't know your opinion. I don't know if you've seen any baseball at this point, but when we're seeing the NASCAR races, depending on – what state they're in, they're, people are either allowed or they're not. We talked about IndyCar earlier this hour where they're going to allow 25% capacity in the stands. Have you watched any Major League Baseball yet with the crowd noise and organ and everything pumped in when you don't see anyone in the stands outside of those cardboard cutouts? I haven't seen the the artificial stuff being pumped in, but I have seen games at places where they aren't doing that. And I don't. I didn't miss the the crowd so much, uh, but I didn't watch a whole game. And I'm not really a a big baseball fan until it matters. They play so many games, you can't convince me that a game in May matters the same as a gay in, game in uh, September. I've watched it, and I didn't realize how much I don't care about the crowd. Yeah, yeah, right. That's kind of right. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That the you don't, I don't miss it, and uh, I I wouldn't want to hear the crowd noise being pumped in because you could tell that immediately. You know, I mean, <laughs> I've used uh, crowd noise to back up silent video on telecasts, and it gets kind of <laughs> silly sometimes. And, and people talk. Do we have enough time? Yeah. Well, people talk about. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Monday night highlights that uh, used to have on uh, Monday night football and the crowd noise uh, cart that they had in back of that about every 58, 59 seconds, there was a guy that would scream and you could, you could hear that. And most of the time you, it would be Cosell talking over it. But on uh, Monday afternoon, when they would send it out on satellite to the locations, (laughs) it sounded stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I was, I've seen the Diamondbacks game with us being based in Phoenix. I've seen Diamondbacks game on Fox Sports Arizona. They're playing San Diego in a four-game series. San Diego. San Diego. And then – and again, it it looked strange because it was nothing but blue seats at uh, – there in San Diego. But when I got in the car this afternoon listening to the Padres and the Diamondbacks, you heard the crowd noise. You heard the organ. You heard a – just just all the sound effects – that you typically 
here in a baseball game. <laughs> and it didn't matter, especially – and it's like, no, duh. It didn't matter for radio. But really, like like we're saying, I mean, it's – in NASCAR, it's not like – you know, we would harp on look at all those empty stands there you know, during some of their crappier ticket sales events, but I don't miss it. That right. The yeah. uh, really years ago when I was a kid, they didn't have the local radio station traveling with the local minor league team and even some of the major leagues. You've seen this on movies, but they would have a guy reading a, a wire or something in a studio, and you could hear the the crack of the bat and the you know the noise and all the stuff that they mm-hmm. would put in. And the guy was not anywhere close; wasn't even watching, couldn't see the game because he was in a studio reading a ticker. So uh, yeah, I mean it's possible. It's possible you could do that, but. Uh, you know, so once you put it out of your mind, seeing it live to me means more than having a bunch of crowd noise. I don't quite know how to substantiate this opinion, but maybe with the this COVID-19, it's just going to change how sports moves forward in the future. I don't know. I don't know if it does. We we know the sports where the gates are important, the people coming through the gates, ticket sales, concessions. I get all that. But when you have bonkers freaking contracts locally for Major League Baseball, the NFL and their national broadcast, you kind of get the – well, I kind of get the feeling that, yeah, it's cool to have a crowd there, but uh, yeah, I'm sorry, we don't need you. Well, in motor racing, it might be more important to have a crowd because we uh, we talked about this in our text messaging last week that uh, some sponsors come on board expecting to see crowds so that they could activate their sponsorship. And if there's nobody going to be there to get leads and names to sell those people something later on in the week, then they're not as interested in spending money to be at the racetrack. So in racing in particular, you got to have crowds in order to attract sponsors. Big second hour coming up, Freak Nation. Comedian Bobby Lee will be here in the Freak Nation. The Lucas Oil Diamond Nationals went off in Wheatland, Missouri last weekend. Your winner will be joining us here at the Freaks. Be sure you follow us on Twitter. Facebook and the website speedfreaks.tv. Second hour coming up. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire, it's Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio Redefined, with Kenny Sargent, we love to party, Crash Gladys, what are we doing for the Bachelorette Party, and Stepman, I am serious, here's the Freaks. Second hour of the Freaks. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. 
Big second hour for you. Bobby Lee, comedian. He'll be joining us at the bottom of the hour for some freaking funnies. We need a little bit of laughing going on on Sunday night, right? We get into another work week. Yes, sir. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. Lucas Oil Studios, the website, speedfreaks.tv. Last hour, uh, two guests joined us. Joseph Newgarden, of course, your IndyCar Series winner from Iowa last weekend, and Brett Wolf. Brett Wolf, hello. Holmes. Brett Holmes. Where the hell is Brett Wolf? Who's that? There, no, there is a is Brett Is there Brett Wolf? Wolf? There has, yes, it sounds far too familiar. But Brett Holmes, Kenny, I'm, I'm disappointed in you. Holmes is your favorite exactly. last name of all time. Yeah, just what, what up, Holmes? What's up, Holmes? Yeah, man. So yeah, Brett you Holmes. You watched it. Arca Series winner from Kansas last Friday night. He joined us in the second hour. We'll have all those interview, interviews up on a website at speedfreaks.tv. Stat, was it strange for you? And it uh, just strange for you that all of a sudden Thursday night comes around and NASCARs <laughs> on your TV. It wasn't as strange as looking for the race this afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) I remembered, I remembered there was a race midweek, but they've done that before in this crazy season. They would race on Wednesday and then they would race again on Sunday. And I didn't think anything of the midweek race, but I spent 10 or 15 minutes before I realized that uh, (laughs) there was no race. Oops. You'd look at what NASCAR is doing and moving these races around. Who knows what the NHRA is doing? As Crasher mentioned, and we'll mention in her pit news and notes, there are changes coming to the IndyCar series. But the NHL, as they're having these play-in games starting up in about a week and a half, I believe it is. Where are we? Yeah, in about a week. Right? It's, it's well, Okay, little, so exhibitions are this week. Yeah, okay, right. Got it. A little over a week, they're going to start – these play-in games for the Stanley Cup playoffs. And these games are, depending on where you are, some of them, including here in Phoenix, for the Phoenix, for the uh, Coyotes, uh, yeah, they'll be in the morning. The game will start off in the morning. So my point to all this is, and we've talked about this ad nauseum with Speed Freaks on Sunday nights, is at one time, you had three networks. You had ABC, NBC, and CBS. You just knew where football was, man. Yeah. You knew where the oh, where man. the NBA's pre-recorded sh- pre-recorded <laughs> uh, uh, or, or delayed broadcasts were going to be stat. So trying to find it now, as you were talking about, granted it wasn't even on, but trying to find your favorite sport now can prove difficult. Yeah, that was what uh, back you know when we first started. NASCAR races were on TNT, they were on ABC, they were on ESPN. You know, it seemed like every week they'd be someplace else. Uh, but they, when they grew, they had contracts for specific, you know, it was either Fox or NBC, and you knew where to find it, and it was simple. But now the races are coming on uh, NBC or NBCSN or uh, Fox or Fox Sports One or wherever, you know, and you and you have to look around and look on the app and go to the website. And, you know, after five or 10 minutes, it's like, what's the point? And, you know, go take a nap. You know what? You know, you just not, it's, you know, it's just, it's crazy to try to find this stuff. Going back to that time 
10, 15 years ago, you were right. There were three networks. It was Fox. Then you had like six, ra- six races with TNT. Do you remember that? Oh, that's yeah, TNT, that's right. TNT, yeah. Man. And then it went to NBC or ESPN. It was at that time ESPN. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I feel your pain, Freak Nation, when, when it comes to finding your favorite sport and at least for the interim or for the 2020 seasons. It's it proves difficult, uh, whether you're a hockey fan or a race fan, trying to line up with your damn again favorite series. But can this be considered champagne problems? Because at least we have sports right yeah. now. <laughs> I don't, who needs a crowd? <laughs> Going to resume with some affiliates, and they get into Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes. Coming up, Speed Freaks Pits at Lucas Oil Studios. Motorsports Radio, redefined the freaks. Bringing in more affiliates into the Freak Nation at six after the hour. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Coming up, comedian Bobby Lee will be joining us for some freaking funnies. Your winner from the Lucas Oil Diamond Nationals, the Lucas Oil Dirt Series. Uh, That's coming up in about... Six minutes, the first Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes, brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Higher performance for the open road, the Ultimax RT, passenger touring tire. The performance touring, G-Max RS, or the passenger touring, G-Max AS. Check it out. GeneralTire.com. Crasher? We just talked about it. NASCAR raced early this weekend. Did you catch the cup race on Thursday, or did you miss it like we did? Yeah, well, Denny Hamlin didn't miss anything. He passed Kevin Harvick with 12 to go and held off not only Harvick, but also Brad Keselowski to take the series best fifth win on this year. Up next was race one of the Truck Series doubleheader in Kansas, and it featured first-time winner Austin Hill. Then the ARCA Series ran late into the night, and another first-time winner, Brett Holmes, proved that, yep, privateer teams, they got it going on, man. If you missed Brett Holmes, we had him on last hour. Check it out, speedfreaks.tv. Race number two of the truck series was then Saturday afternoon, and Matt Crafton held off Christian Eckes to punch his way into the playoffs. Then, finally, it was the Xfinity Series, and the most exciting finish of the weekend, Brandon Jones passed Austin Sindrick on the last lap of overtime to not only take the win, but also, oops, preventing Sindrick from tying the series record of four consecutive wins. MotoGP was on track again this weekend, and again in the winner's circle, Fabio Cortoraro. Get this. Last week, he became the eighth youngest rider to win a premier class race, Yamaha's first satellite rider to win a MotoGP race, and the first Yamaha rider to convert pole to victory since 2016. Oh, yeah, and also the first French winner in the premier class in 20 years. So, yeah, that could be your new doctor, Fabio Cortoraro. Sports cars visited the Yard of Bricks this weekend as the Ferrari Challenge invaded Indianapolis. Winners included Cooper McNeil, Dave Musial, Kevin Milstein, and Justin Weatherall. In other news, Formula One has officially canceled all races in the Americas because of COVID-19 concerns. IndyCar should also make it official this week that both both West Coast races in Portland, Oregon and Monterey, California will be canceled due to COVID-19 issues and rescheduled races in mid-Ohio, St. Louis and Indy's run in early October. Lucas Dirt late model winner Diamond National is going to love this story. Coming up next. 
Creeks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Well, how are you using your time sequestered at home? Been staring at that unfinished hot rod or vintage sports car in the garage, just looking for some DIY dirty hands work? Yeah? Well, how about changing your oil and topping it off with Lucas Oil Stabilizer? Or refreshing your brake line with new Lucas Oil brake fluid? Or give your prized possessions that like new shine with Lucas Oil Slickness products? It's homeschool time for you, buddy, and time to learn to do the basics to keep your ride on the road with Lucas Oil and Lucas Oil products. For more information, check them out, lucasoil.com. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Car not performing right, a dirty fuel system damages gas mileage and even your engine over time. But Lucas Fuel Treatment can clean and lubricate that fuel system, the fuel pump, fuel injectors, even carburetors and valves as you drive. It's designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment, it works. MAV-TV, your destination for all things motorsports. TV home to all of the Lucas Oil Motorsports. MAV-TV televises off-road, modifieds, motocross, pro polling, and World Rally Championships, to name a few. MAV-TV is also home to the favorite enthusiast shows, such as My Classic Car, Chop Cut Rebuild, Full Custom Garage, Gears, and much more. MAV-TV is available nationwide on DirecTV, Verizon, and on most cable providers. Visit MAVTV.com for more racing information and to demand your MAV-TV. The Texas Roadkill, the San Francisco Swallows, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, I got your attention now, don't I? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative, funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history, a meaning behind it, like the New Orleans Curse or the Nashville Bootleggers. And these t-shirts, they are awesome, with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are ridiculously soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at AwesomeSportsLogos.com. That's AwesomeSportsLogos.com, and get awesome. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Disbane, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Uh-huh, this my All the girls stop your feet like this. Few times you've been around that track, so it's not just gonna happen like that. Cause there ain't no Hollaback girl. I ain't no Hollaback girl. Few times you've been around that track, so it's not just gonna happen like that. Cause there ain't no You're back with Speed Freaks from Lucas Oil Studios. Been doing this for 20 years, Freak Nation. Thank you guys for being a part of this big old thing. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, the affiliates, the apps, the websites that have kept this thing going. Thank you guys for being a part of this. First time in the Freak Nation. Good to get him in here. Uh, Chris Ferguson, his first weekend racing at Lucas Oil Speedway. It's, uh, as they said in the press release, damn it, what a memorable one. Last week was really like the Super Bowl for the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, and it's called the Diamond Nationals at Lucas Oil Speedway. 
And Chris goes out there and kicks a major league ass, leads the majority of the race. And Chris, you talk about taking advantage of one or two in front of you and not looking back. What is it about Lucas Oil Speedway that makes all you crazy bastards on dirt <laughs> want to win that race? I'll just tell you, be honest with you, it's, a, it's a, just the premier facility in the U.S. It's uh, the, the grounds there is beautiful. The, uh, the racetrack's awesome. It's just there's no other place like it, and uh, the track was awful, uh, awful fast there in the hundred lapper. And uh, I tell you what, I've uh, I've never been anywhere, and uh, that's quite like that place, and and a bit of part of a race that was uh, as exciting as that was. Freak Nation, Chris Ferguson, your winner from the Diamond Nationals last weekend at the Lucas Oil Speedway, Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. And we talk about the Diamond Nationals, and it's a race that all of you guys want to win. Is that could you consider that more of an all-star race or maybe a Super Bowl, given the fact there's a lot of money at stake, the facility, I mean, every name from around the country is there? How would you put a label on that where someone would recognize the importance of winning that race? Well, in all honesty, you know, I've, I've been very fortunate to, to get a pretty good bit of wins. But, you know, that that one right there is probably my, my biggest career win to date. And the fact that, you know, the Lucas Oil Late Model Nurse Series is probably – uh, what definitely is well, the toughest series and the biggest series to win it. To win that race at Lucas Oil Raceway is is kind of like winning the, you know, the Daytona 500. It's it's uh it's definitely the biggest race and it's it's a blast to really even you know get to compete with those guys that do it full time because those guys like Jonathan Davenport, Jimmy Owens, and uh, Shane Clinton, those guys are the, the professionals of the sport and uh, to go out there and, and Know, run with the Tom Brady's and the Peyton Manning's and uh, be able to outrun them is just uh, an accomplishment in itself. Well, if you're talking about the Daytona 500, if you're talking about the Indy 500, you're talking about the Diamond Nationals, typically family members watch those races pretty closely. Your grandma, I've noticed, is one of your <laughs> biggest fans. Did she get to see that win on TV? Yeah, she did. And uh, the good thing about it was... Uh, she uh, she typically doesn't, you know. She tries her best to stay awake. You know, her bedtime's probably at eight p.m. where everybody <laughs> else likes to stay up a little bit later. Aww. But uh, she stayed up and watched that one because we started on the pole, and uh, my mom told me that she uh, she couldn't go to sleep. So it's it's awesome to uh, still have her around and still uh, her still be able to watch. I, I can't, you know, it's it's amazing to uh, be able to race and. Uh, Missouri, you know, 12 hours away from home and my grandma still be able to stay up and watch it on TV. Yep. Thank you, Mav TV and Lucas Oil Production Studios. Chris Ferguson, winner of the Diamond Nationals at Lucas Oil Speedway, joining us here, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. And are you from a racing family? So basically the reason I'm asking that is you didn't have to convince your grandma to like racing or your mom. Explain your background a little bit and how you came into motorsports. Yeah, my uh, my grandpa grew up around Charlotte, North Carolina, he raced uh, the dirt tracks at Concord at Charlotte Motor Speedway when it was dirt, Hickory, and um, you know, and there's a lot of uh, history right there in Charlotte with uh, you know short track racing. My grandpa done it when he was uh, you know 20, 30 years old, and same thing with my uncles and my father. My brother raced, my cousin races, uh, and an entire family that's just been involved with racing and. Uh, Ever since I can remember walking, I was always driving something. So uh, when you have a family like that, 
with, you know, my grandma actually being a part of it. Uh, you know, it's, it's a second language for us to go racing. So come this Thanksgiving family dinner, who has the biggest bragging rights? So far, it sounds like you for the year. Yeah, I think I got them beat this year. Uh, my dad does hold it against me, though, because my dad won a race that paid uh, $50 more than my <laughs> biggest race. So he'll always hold that against me. But I think that winning uh, on uh, on Lucas Old TV at a event like Diamond Nationals is a little bit bigger, though. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas Oil late model Diamond Nationals winner Chris Ferguson is in the Freak Nation. Chris, all racers, even when I race bicycles, all racers recognize that there has to be some instinct. You have to know that an opening is going to be there because once you see the opening, it can be gone and it could be nothing but disastrous to try to take advantage at that time. Does that happen on the dirt when you see an opening, it's too late and you have to anticipate an opening? Is that part of the instinctiveness of a race car driver? Well, you know, there was a point in that race in the Diamond Nationals where Davenport actually threw a slide job on me with eight laps to go. And uh, he didn't lead the lap, but, you know, there the last 10 laps of the race, myself and Jonathan were probably driving harder than we did the entire race. And it was all because we were going for the win. And, um, you know, in those moments, in those last 10 laps, I, from my perspective, we're not really thinking about much. We're driving as hard as we can. You're just doing, you know, you're not even thinking. And, uh, Jonathan slid me, he threw a slide job in three and four, and I didn't have time to think about it because it happened so fast. Um, and what we did was I was able to just, when he slid me, I drove to the cushion a little bit faster and got there quicker, and I was able to cross him over, and literally within two or three seconds of him passing me, I passed him right back. And You know, in those races, when you're at the beginning of the race, the first 50 laps, um, you know, there is a lot of strategy. There's a lot of riding. There's a lot of, uh, planning, but when you get in those moments where you're racing for a win, there's not a lot of thinking. There's just a lot of doing. And, uh, that's kind of where we were at those last 10 laps. Chris Ferguson, there was a rain delay in the diamond nationals and most drivers, most people don't like to be delayed for anything, but drivers don't like rain delays because it gets them out of their groove it takes them off of what they are doing did you find anything that did you learn anything in the rain delay that helped you go into the last of the race uh, i think it definitely affected us uh, you know the track was actually set to probably slick off a lot a lot faster uh, but with the moisture the track stayed fast for for a long time so you know my mindset going in was uh when it was slick was to drive the car straighter and, uh, you know, and, and conserve tires. Um, but as soon as it started raining, you know, and it rained there for an hour, uh, I knew right then that that was out the window and, uh, we had to really be elbows up and get up on the wheel and, and the entire race, the whole outlook of the race changed as soon as it started raining. So, um, we definitely had to change our strategy a little bit and, uh, I'm pretty sure everybody else that did felt the same. Chris Ferguson joining us here in the Freak Nation, Diamond Nationals winner from last weekend at Lucas Oil Speedway. And speaking of strategy, whatever you had this weekend in Nebraska, 
definitely worked. You drove the heck out of the car this weekend as well. Ninth place finish, but you came from behind to do this. Yeah, we um, we were definitely kind of shocked, you know, that that uh, that racetrack was a lot lot different than um, than uh, Lucas Oil Raceway. So we uh, we had a little bit different strategy, but the track uh, the track was really big, so. Uh, you know, we had to make a pretty good bit of setup changes, but in the hundred lapper, we, uh, we got pretty good there at the end and, and picked off some really good cars and, uh, you know, went to two tracks that we had never been to and raced with the best in the country and had, um, some really good runs. So anytime you can do that, it's just the tip of the cap to our race team. Yeah. You talked earlier in this interview about racing with the professional guys in this series. I'd have to say after these last two weeks, you are one of those guys now four top tens and four races. That's amazing. Again, like you said, at tracks you've never been to before. That's impressive. Yeah. We, uh, we definitely enjoy getting to, uh, you know, race with the regulars, those guys, uh, Tyler Herb, Devin Moran, you know, Jimmy Owens, Davenport, all those, all those guys you can race door to door with for hundreds of laps and never touch. And, and even in the race on Saturday, uh, at I 80 in Nebraska, I ran 40 laps door to door with Jonathan Davenport. We never touched one time. So, you know, it's, it's nice to be out there with the professionals and it's, uh, it's definitely a learning experience, but it's, uh, it's very rewarding when we have, when we're able to have good runs like we did. Just think, we're, what, maybe five years, maybe a little bit more away from somebody saying this very thing about Chris Ferguson. Hey. I'm saying. <laughs> That's, I'm saying. That'd be awesome. <laughs> so what was your what was your drink of choice after winning the Diamond Nationals at Lucas Oil Speedway? I think I, think I had a couple fans come up and give me some bush. We call them bush lattes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, a boy. Well, man, let's let's don't make this the last time you're in the Freak Nation, buddy. Go out there and win some more dirt races. All right. I appreciate that, guys. Uh, we enjoy doing it. And, uh, we love getting to win these big ones. So hopefully that's not the last one. Heck no. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, guys. Good evening, my fellow citizens. Formula One this week said it wasn't bringing races to the Americas this season. That means events in Canada, the United States, Mexico, and Brazil were done for the pandemic year. In fact, the F1 paddock expressed some concern about coming to America and going to Brazil, two countries that don't have a handle on the COVID-19 crisis. Letters went out this week triggering a rebuttal from the promoter in Brazil. He said the contract has a force majeure provision, but the pandemic doesn't meet that standard. In fact, this might be an ongoing problem, and the issue might be Formula One's new owners liberty media it wants to race in rio but the current contract puts the race in sao paulo but that contract runs out this year and a new deal isn't on the table making matters worse brazil hasn't paid any fees since 2017 a going away present from bernie ecclestone if the pandemic isn't something that's out of everyone's control i don't know what is but the bigger issue might be the money always follow the money peace Motorsports Radio, redefined. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. Do what smart folks do and go to lucasoil.com. Check out the line of products to keep your ride on the road. Need some more horsepower on that engine? They got it. What about to keep that interior of your car looking fat and happy? 
the exterior. They got I'm telling you, they, so many products to keep your boat, motorcycle, your car, your diesel truck on the road. Feeling fine, looking happy. Yeah, man. Leave it to Lucas Oil to get it started. This just into racer.com, IndyCar doubleheader set for Mid-Ohio. There you go. Gateway. Uh, thanks to our friend Robin Miller. Again, this is racer.com. Gateway in Mid-Ohio, so not confirmed on a doubleheader for the rescheduled Indianapolis road course race in October. I'll read you, you and Stat and the Freak Nation, what is Robin wrote initially, just part of it. Uh, as stated last week, the 2020 IndyCar schedule is about to get a midseason adjustment. IndyCar is expected to announce Monday that Mid-Ohio and Gateway will become double headers, while September races in Portland and Laguna Seca, uh, doubtful if not canceled. Got it. Originally set to be a two-day show with practice and qualifying on August 8th and the seventh race of the season on August 9th, Mid-Ohio will now host races Saturday and Sunday. Uh, on the on the road course, of course, and then at uh, Worldwide Technology Raceway there in in Madison, well, St. Louis. St. Louis yeah. will now stage an oval race on the 29th, in addition to the originally scheduled race on the 30th. Both will be afternoon races. Portland was scheduled for September 13th, but because of coronavirus spike, Oregon Governor Kate Brown recently ruled that no more than 100 people could be in any public gathering, which of course. Shot down. Whoa, it was 250 earlier last week. So, okay. Yeah, 100 kind of makes a difference. The the doubleheader at Laguna Seca, the 19th and 20th September, has not been, is, has, has, according to this, hasn't been canceled yet, but it says it's in jeopardy due to, again, the surging COVID 19, surged, surging COVID 19 cases. Right. That would leave the month of September without a race, and Ooh. IndyCar will likely have to go to a doubleheader on IMS road course October 2nd and 3rd to try and get the series closer to 14 races. St. Pete is scheduled to close the year on October 25th. Oh, that is just – that's harsh. No race in September because of these cancellations? They've got to figure some way to fix that. Ooh, that's harsh. I know we're in unprecedented times. I get it. There's so much that's out of our control, but that's that's a branding problem if you have 30 days of nothing on TV or anywhere. But Statman, aren't we just in this isn't giving up or admitting to failure. This is a pandemic right. that is affecting the entire planet. And this is a bad word to use, but we're punting anyway as as people, I mean, we're just punting. It's, <laughs> what, what else can we do? Well, you could always say it's fourth and long, and you got to get a first down to uh, to pull it off. But it's better to punt. Oh boy, Vince. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's better to punt at this point. Uh, missing, you know, missing thirty days in September is not as bad as missing what six months at the beginning of the year. Uh, right. In the best of times, you know, I mean, they even if with no pandemic, they missed from what September till April. So that's four seven months. You know, that's a long time for IndyCar. Yeah. So it it. it- as Crash said in her pit news and notes, this isn't a surprise, 
But again, you're seeing that entire month of September just dark of any IndyCar racing. I don't know if there was scheduling issues or what the hell it is. Well, that was the West Coast swing, so to speak. And right, those right, are right. the ones that are being canceled. And it's because of surging cases. Yeah, so, well, there's fewer no, people that, that in Portland scheduled. after last week. So you can't have as, expect as many people in Portland anymore. Stop Ooh. asking me package questions. I'm done answering them. Next. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't Woo. I couldn't let that you know, you had sometimes you can step on your you can get the K and N filter in place in time and sometimes it just doesn't fit, you know. I just figured you might be taking I think we talked about this last week where you took a bite of an apple and went bonkers on us. <laughs> no, you're headed you know, down the same same direction. You know, that's you know, the deer and the antelope play and you gotta, you know, enjoy watching them play. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the latest with the IndyCar series. Who knows what the hell's going on with the NHRA? We talked about NASCAR running on a Thursday night. Uh, and and at this point, no need, no word on making any more adjustments to their schedule. However, what we did see earlier this week with the release that there will be no more practices and no more qualifying in the NASCAR this for the entire season. Including through the playoffs if we get that far. So that that's intriguing, right? Yeah, what there. an element that's, that. Yeah, that's cool. You know that that how much of that stat puts that car into the driver's hands? Because we've talked about that so many years here in the show, where you, when you take the car away from the driver, it just doesn't seem to be good racing. <laughs> but now, without qualifying or getting the feel of that car, oh yeah, this is what I got, and I got to live with it for twenty five laps till I come in. I got to put a wrench to it. And drivers, drivers will find something to complain about anyway. So uh, if they, you know, if they go in with no practice or whatever, the drivers will figure it out. The good ones will. And no matter what happens, it's amazing. The same guys win, the same guys lose. Hey, uh, Russell Wilson, you are going to go out on the field after we receive the ball to 20. Uh, no warming up. You can't warm up with your receiver. You got to go out there with a cold ass arm. Same with the offensive line. Cricks in their neck, you know, bones popping. You get no warm ups. You get no practice time. You put your pads on. You come outside the tunnel and just take the field. Yeah, but they put their pads on one like leg at a time. You know, so they. You know, how many? How many cliches can you string together here? <laughs> you you got them going, man. You're just reading them down the line here. Yeah. You so know, they, they, they have, it's different in racing. And uh, at least in football, you can warm up on the sideline. You can stretch. You can do other things. But in racing, you can't take your car out to the parking lot and rip off a few. Right. <laughs> Uh, and that, if you don't follow racing or if you do, but don't re realize this, that's the whole idea of practice is for, and again, this, this is racing 101. I get that. Even with drag racers, going rounds, qualifying, things of that nature, getting the feel of the car, of the track. And getting it, I mean, come on, technologically speaking, getting it set up to the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Because especially drag racing, if you go blow down the drag strip and you you literally blow up the motor, mm -hmm. you've got to fix things that match what's going on with the humidity, the temperature, and other atmospheric factors. Let's say you all the all the data 
that you have on this track was a track that hadn't seen rain in three months. But that track that you go to New Hampshire or wherever it might be, you, you get a heavy downpour the night before you hop in that race car. A lot of that data that you have stored away, it's gone. I mean, these guys are getting paid millions of dollars to drive a damn race car, and I understand they can pick it up pretty damn quick. But I think it just adds an, an, an interesting element. I, Crasher, I think you agree that, I, frankly, I like. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Separates every, the men from the boys. Mm-hmm. Every race, the same guys win, the same guys lose. It's true. Cole Custer. Brett Holmes. Brett Holmes. Come on, stat. It's once a year. That ain't a bad average. <laughs> but Bobby Lee, comedian Bobby Lee, you're gonna laugh. If you don't, you you're dead. You are. Freaking sums it up. Freaking funnies. Next. Speed freaks, motorsports radio redefined. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. That's GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Disbane, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome. Hey. You want the easiest car care ever, right? There's a couple Lucas Oil products you got to get your hands on. One, Lucas Slick Mist Fast and Easy Speed Wax. Two, Tire and Trim Shine. And three, Interior Detailer. It's better than anything on the market, so this is what you do. You spray the speed wax on a wet or dry surface, you wipe it off, and you're done. You think you can handle that? Lucas Interior Detailer rejuvenates interiors, and Lucas Tires and Trim Shine does wonders on tires and wheels. Lucas Slick Mist. It's easy. It works. Go to lucasoil.com for more information. Freak Nation, for over 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your everywhere. From the aggressive mud terrain grabber X3 to the all-terrain performance of the Grabber ATX, even to the strong and durable all-purpose terrain Grabber APX, General Tire balances excellent on-road performance with off-road capabilities designed for all weather conditions. Remember, with General Tire, anywhere is possible. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. 
Want to bring racing technology into your driveway? Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is advanced race engine technology for everyday cars and trucks. It reduces friction heat and coats your engine with a tougher, longer-lasting oil film for maximum protection. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil cools and cleans your engine and protects against sludge buildup from everyday stop-and-go driving. Lucas High Performance Motor Oil is made in America and sold to the world. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. My heart will stay real. It beats for you, so listen close. Hear my thoughts in every note. Mom jeans for dudes. Dick Pope. We suck again. Dick Pope. <laughs> hey, this is Dylan Hart Jr., and you're listening to this freak. Hey! Sergeant, stay away from that 16-ounce can of dumbass, will you? Hey, guy, come on. Igor <laughs> 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 Kokoschkoff. Oh, Igor Kokoschkoff has one of the best German dubstep albums from the late 80s I've ever heard. I ask God. Here comes the butt. Send me. Listen. A white girl with a big booty. Oh, my God. Of the King's Barry clan. Of course we know Cliff. Yeah. He meet the mayonnaise, right? Out of the goat's milk. It's time for freaking funny. <clears throat> it's time for the freaking funny. what I'm saying. Right, uh-huh. <laughs> I am a freak and proud to be so. Let's go. And the voice that you hear in the background, I can't shut the d- dude up, man. Oh, yeah. Hey, right? Comedian Bobby Lee here in the Freak Nation. Bobby, when you roll in and see the freaks, you got Crash, Alex, Suave. Well, we've got tri- this good-looking guy right yeah, here, right? right uh-huh. So I'm like, oh, my God, everyone's going to look like that. But they come in here, and there's more of a character Stop thing in it. Here, right? I like your look. Very attractive. Yes. You, my friend, I don't know. You're north of the wall for sure. <laughs> Suave. Yeah, you're a wildling yeah, for sure. I'm a wildling, yeah. man. Come on. I know. I, all right, dude. I just said it. <laughs> I gave you the props already, right? His, and, la- his last name is Flores, but that's the that's that's the Puerto Rican Flores. Oh, he's Hispanica. Are you from Hispanica? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm not. I was uh, Puerto Rican. Yeah, that's Hispanic. Is Puerto Rico still a it's Hispanic? Still, yeah, yeah. Then what is he saying? It's like <laughs> they they start going up to me and go, "Hey, you're Asian." I go, "No, I'm Korean." <laughs> yeah, but you're Asian as well, and I'm like, yeah. Well, have you, do you see the color of my skin here? That I don't. Yeah, but I can. Yeah, I know, but you still have like a you know a vibe about you. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah, take and also Hispanics are cool, man. Hola, qué tal? Don't 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 have him talk anymore. Just stay with the good looking guy. Comedian Bobby Lee, known for Mad TV and many other things, joining us here in the Freak Nation. Now, yeah, you want to talk about Alex Rodriguez and the uh, PED? <laughs> Alex Rodriguez and the PED and the, and, and, the, and the scandal of the uh, the or, 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 or New Orleans um, Cardinals. Do <laughs> you were telling me earlier that you're going to bring it up? So I wanted to yes. bring yeah, it up be before you. Patrick Peterson. I love him. Yes. Yeah, he was the rookie of the year. Beast. Was he the rookie of the year? <laughs> Did he know the pass play? He's he knows all. Eight. He knows all the past plays. He's done eight Pro Bowls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the best. He's done now. So you, you are a big football Huge, fan. Patrick man, Peterson, uh, All Pro corner for Alex right. Rodriguez, quarterback. Right, Rodriguez, right. Yeah. Peterson Rodriguez, yeah, Alex right, Rodriguez, right. And there, he's really good at the um the double back plays. Yes, right. What uh, and what's, pass interference? 
What's your well, take? There you go. Yeah, that's the thing, right? That's, yes. There you go. What's your there? take on performance enhancing drugs and professional athletes like Patrick Peterson? I he was Viagra. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is that a wrong? Mm. Hell no. Yeah. Do yeah. you perform better under the influence of Viagra? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you know, um, and I don't want to get racial with it, right? Because I don't want to go into stereotypes about how what my size is. Mm. My size is proportional to my body. <laughs> so when people go, Asians have small, th- whatever, whatever, right? I go, does uh, Yao Ming? I don't think so. Because <laughs> Yao Ming is a big guy and he's going to have a big thing, right? But the thing is, is that we're so small, right? And dainty and yellowish, right? <laughs> that when we're in the spa and you white people look at us, you go, oh, there's, it's small. But yeah, but I'm a small guy. All right. So I just want to throw that out there with you. Okay. Thank you for that. You're welcome. All right. <laughs> it's not the size of the ship. Yeah, but I don't know how to move it either. <laughs> yeah, I don't, it doesn't move the way you want, me to, want it to move. It doesn't go in a flow. You're not right? a dancer, are you? No, I'm not a dancer, and it's jagged. Can I say that? Oh, yeah. And rough and quick. It's like a two-second event. But we, in the two seconds, I kill it. We're talking about Dancing with the Stars right now. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We're dancing. Yeah, yeah, Your yeah, time yeah, on yeah, Dancing yeah. with the Stars was one of the Thank most significant. Thank you so much. Thank you. But the first Korean comedian <laughs> yeah. on Dancing yeah, yeah, with the Stars. Dancing. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> but Alex is killing it, and the PED um, <laughs> scandal is um, unfortunate, and yet that's why the laws are in place. Correct? Absolutely. Tell me correct. what happened. Tell me what happened with the guy. <laughs> Explain it to me. Someone, well, someone got this besides me. Yeah, there's something called a stimulant, and then there's something called a masking agent, and so there's yeah. suspensions for both. And, Why wear the and, mask? We know who you are. Am I not right, though? I mean, you're absolutely correct. Right, he can wear those ballroom masks, whatever. The, you know how you white people do at the ball? Absolutely. With the creepy, like, white, like, personal mask? It's not just a white person it's thing, a white, it? It's a white Ooh, thing. interesting. Because if it was black, it would be more, like, voodoo-y. Right, well, the masks are more wooden yeah. and more scary looking, but you guys do that white, like porcelain cheek with the cheeks. It's really scary. Keep doing it. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, so he shouldn't wear that mask, but because, you know, he has a helmet. It's football, correct? Yeah. Right. So let the innings move on. <laughs> let it, right? Yeah. If you double, we- <laughs> double fault, if you double fault, let me just say something. If you, you'll do it again. Am I not right? Pass interference. I mean, I, I hope I don't find an article that you wrote with empirical research about sports. And you're not just putting us on right now. No, I don't that would know be anything. the greatest thing. I, I don't know anything about your sport, but I'm willing to learn. And that's why when you gave me the information about the Alex Rodriguez and the PDD, right, <laughs> that I was like, you know what? I'm going to flow with it. And I'm going to say this right now. You might not think it, but people listening know that I'm doing the best I can. But if you're going to talk about being short and all, the Preakness is this weekend, and you're all what about is? that. The Preakness, horse racing, baby. Jackies. Oh, I love it. We eat them after if they lose. <laughs> you know the Koreans eat it? In a, <laughs> in a, in a Korean horse race, that. yeah. If you lose, we eat you, right? <laughs> Sounds so like a raw like, deal. Yeah, like we'll eat the shoulder of the horse first, and then you know the genitals later You know when, yeah. when we're more hungry. But um, I have no idea what you're saying. And Let's talk about this. I don't know why this. I'm here. You can help me out here. Why am I here? <laughs> we're, we're here to promote your G-Dan time at oh, yeah. TV Improv. Right? Thank you. My bad. Bobby Lee, comedian, join us here in the Freak Nation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus, Palomino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nazis. All right. Listen yeah, to me. Yeah. Uh, I spent a good three days in uh, South Korea. Wow. I lived in Japan for six months. And why? I wanted to get uh, – uh, I know why. I got paid heavily. That's not why. Yeah. Why? <laughs> because, I, I'll tell you why. If you go to Thailand or the Philippines, mm. you always see that old white guy, mm. right, holding hands. What are you insinuating? Dog. Am I that old? What the hell's going on here? You <laughs> called me the great white north when you rolled in here. I know I did. And can I say this? You're not a fresh product. <laughs> I'm not saying you're expired. Right. The expiration date is next month. 
and after next month, it's over. You're not going to die. This was 1995. You're, not, you're no longer fresh. Bobby, this was 1995. Right. Three I was years in my, ago. Early, right? I was in my early 30s. All right. I went to South Korea. And I wanted to become a millionaire. I went to a casino and I was. I won a million won. Really? And it was about a thousand dollars. A million won and what? Two. What? What does one mean? That's what the currency is over there in Korea. Yeah, can I say this though? I'm white. Okay. People don't know that. I have jaundice. (laughs) I have jaundice and that's why I have yellow skin. I'm sick. And the first place (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong? I mean, I'm just taking this all in. I'm yeah. learning so much Thank about you. sports. Thank you. I know about culture. About the Asian culture. Right. Right. I know a lot. Um, can I stand? Yes. Oh, no, your thing. Yes. Your Facebook thing. All right. I'm going to say this, okay? Let's get to the bottom of this controversy. So may I ask some questions? Sure. All right. What season did this happen in? This what, what, season? Him being overseas? No, no. The guy with the PED. <laughs> uh, what does PED stand for? I want to know. Performance enhancing drug. There you go. And I'm learning. Got it. Write that down. Okay. So I can Google it later. Got it. All right. So what else happened? Patrick Peterson has oh, been no. in the news recently. Yes. Not well. Patrick A. Rod Peterson, uh-huh. yeah. Rodriguez, right. has been in the news lately. He scrubbed all Cardinals references off his social media. Snakes in the grass. Uh, really leaving Cardinals fans in a quandary. Like, what the hell's going on? Then we have no idea. The news broke yesterday that he yeah. was busted for PEDs. Ooh, mm-hmm. that's tough. Yeah. That's a tough situation. And can I say this? Yeah. Too, about the Cardinals. About the Cardinals, yes. right? Jerry Maguire, right? Yeah. It was in that movie, right? Who? Bam. The Cardinals? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And now I get what you're saying. Got it. Right? And I, if he has that agent, does he? Does that guy, what's his name, Johnson? What's his name? What's his name? <laughs> Who is this? What is no, what's, what's the guy's name? Tom Cruise. What's the guy's name? What's the guy's name? <laughs> Patrick <laughs> Peterson, oh. right? Patrick Peterson, right? <laughs> is Jerry Maguire his agent? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say There yes. we go. They should make a part two. That's there what I'm go. saying. Jerry Maguire, part two with Tommy Cruz, right? Patrick Peterson, right? Right? The PED, oh. right? Just hear me out. And then it's a court drama, Ooh. right? It's a court drama. But he and dropped his end, appeal. We already know that part of it. Right. He drops. Okay, you're going to write it with me. <laughs> you're going to write it with me, right? And then we're going to have a lot of like relevant people in the movie. Forget Jay Moore because he was in the first one. Mm-hmm. He's getting older, right? So we get Jon Snow in it. He's also excited. Right? A little midget that's in it too. What's his name? Johnny Peter Johnny. Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Yeah, yeah. I call him Johnny Johnny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll get everyone in it. And a dragon. And a, dra- a dragon. Gotta have a dragon. I have to have a dragon. Are you guys watching that? Of course. Yeah. It's sad. What's going on? In- Are you a Game of Thrones fiend? Huge. Why? Oh, there you go, Are guys. you? Yeah, no. I'm old. You're expired. Yeah, yeah. You're, you guys are in the movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, yeah. the Northern Vikings. That's no, right. no, 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 no. Yeah, the Northern. You wish the, the, they were the Northern Vikings. You have Vikings. a bluer look. Ah. You have a bluer look. You're a White Walker, and that's ah. for sure. And when I came in here, I have dragon glass. Oh, yeah. So don't try anything. What are you talking about? I have no idea. What I'll you're talking jab about. it right in your butt. <laughs> the dragon glass. Your white blue butt. What do you say? Dragon glass? Yeah, I said dragon glass. You get them from the caves of whatever that island is. Dragonstone. The Dragonstone. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they call it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So don't fool me, mister. We'll build the wall. You're out. Boom. Okay. Does, Yo, boom to you. Does Alex look stupid? I'm tired of guys like you, man, since Nam, man. <laughs> right. Is this about Vietnam? You weren't there, man. <laughs> I turned my mic around, man. Just, he's going to jump over the table at me no, here. I'm not kidding, man. I'm Korean, man. We were in the – you guys helped us in the Korean War. Do you remember that? Bro, I wasn't alive, man. man. Yeah, you were, no, dude. I wasn't. You were in your t- high school. <laughs> You know you were in high school too, a senior. 
<laughs> How would my earrings have, have fared in the 50s? Oh, you have earrings. I know it wouldn't have fared well. Right. Yeah, but, you know, back then, you know, you fairies had to – um. <laughs> You fairies had to right. be in the closet, but it's so great. Now look at you're in the desert, right? Right. You have your earrings. Mm. You're gay. You're mm. free. Yeah. And you're open. Damn. And congratulations. Go with that. I feel better. Do you have children? Yes. With would you adopt them? Uh, I adopted through sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so did I make an assumption that you were that I, that I was gay? Yeah. yeah. And that's my bad. It is. I literally thought you were gay for a second. I thought you were Korean. Little, little did I know. Yeah. Well, there we go. Now we're at a. What's going on here? No, this is great. <laughs> Richie, now, Richie doesn't even know he's Hispanic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't know. He, he doesn't even look Hispanic. Yeah, he looks like something happened. All right, I like him though. But my point is, yeah, very good, very good energy. I think I came in here. I start over. Yeah. I think I came here in the wrong foot. Right. And I think that it'd be best if we just start from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Not much motorsports. Helio or Helio. Not much motorsports. Not, not, not. Well, not only that. Much, much, much. Helio Lothian. And head-riding the party. Loose bags. Not much motorsports. The freaks. Not much motorsports. Following that 12-minute extravaganza with comedian Bobby Lee and the freaking funnies. Got to say this. This is this is one hell of an invention. Being the father of a six and a half year old, I I remember baby wipes. Uh, there's a woman that evidently her invention has been branded as the best invention ever, at least during COVID nineteen. Follow along, Freak Nation. Emily Rumbold said she wanted to give people a bit of a light humor as well as some quick wine relief by sharing her creation of a face mask made from a baby wipe packet. The flat, providing easy access to adult beverages of your choice. If you look at, right, Crash? Oh baby goodness. wipes or stat manual handy wipes that are in your in a package. Dude you, wipes. Dude wipes. You pull down that flap, you pull your wipe out. Uh-huh. It could actually be just a thing for efficient eating out it, Keeping safe distance and drinking your wine, stat man. <laughs> Pull your wipeout. Hey, it started out as a joke, but listen, she has elastic straps on the empty packet of wet wipes. There's a video of her, 36 years old from uh, Australia. She's got a great video on TikTok Crasher. Oh, there we go again. We start the show and end the show with TikTok. Mm-hmm. I got no problem with that. You're looking for. I had my mask on today shopping at Target and I started running because there are a lot of people around me. What? what? Huh? I felt the sneeze coming. Oh. And I just didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a quandary. So if I would have had this baby wipe, I would just would have flipped the flap down. Flip the flap, flip, flip, flap, 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 the flap down, baby. And just sprayed my anti-COVID-19 juices everywhere. Uh, no, I was running because I didn't know. I, no, you I, sneeze I have, in the mask, yo. I, it's not outside the mask. No, but I wanted to sneeze somewhere away from people. 
Right, but you still have to do it in the mask. You don't want your little germies getting on anything that somebody can touch. Listen, I'm as confused as everybody else is right now. It's in the mask, yo. Don't try to... Oh, my God. Defeats the purpose of wearing a mask if you don't sneeze or cough in your mask. Crasher, you got one? I did. I've got one. Go for it. A uh, couple wins the fight to name their son Statman. No. What? Huh? <laughs> okay. When you were naming your son Statman, where did Lucifer sit up there in the ranking of naming your son Lucifer? That was off the page. That wasn't in the consideration. That wasn't even in the parking lot, much less the ballpark. Someone really did that? A couple has won the battle to officially name their son Lucifer. Oh, boy. After a registrar initially barred them from doing it, stating in the name of the public interest, the boy wouldn't succeed in life if they chose it. Well, they could call him Lucy for the rest of his life. That would right? be uh, that'd be cool. In the sky with diamonds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the they wanted to register a four-month-old son last week as soon as the council was released from lockdown. I tried to explain. They, are not, they aren't religious people. Lucifer in Greek means light bringer and mourning. But she wouldn't listen. Still, they got the they, they got the clearance to name their 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 baby boy Lucifer. We'll do it again next week, Freak yep. Nation. And I promise that we'll at least try to do it better. Shoot the juice to the moose and stat man. Cut it loose. Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio redefined.